What's good, everybody? Welcome to another edition of the South Boys Podcast. It's your boys. This is Angelo, and we got Tristan. Hey, what's good, everybody? You know the drill. You can like us on Facebook, the South Boys Podcast. Follow us on Twitter, at South Boys Pod, and on Instagram, South Boys Podcast. Or if you're old school, you can also email us your inquiries, questions, shoutouts to our email address, southboys.podcast at gmail.com. So Tristan, it's been an eventful holiday, f- long weekend for us. Um, we're recording this August 22. And if you guys haven't heard the CJ Cancino news, we got some insider scoop from Naveen Ganglani. Uh, you can check out our emergency podcast episode for that. But in this episode, we're going to talk about the NBA playoffs. Tristan, let's run through every matchup and what we expect from the series after two to three games that they have played. G? Oh, thank God. I love this bubble. <laughs> every day playoff games, four games every day. Oh my God, bro. I'm so ready to talk about this shit right now. <laughs> All right. Let's head on to the one seed and eight seed matchups for the West and the East. First, we have my Lakers versus the Portland Trail Blazers. The series is tied one game apiece. <laughs> so I think yeah. the Lakers finally woke up in game two. This is the number one seed that we all know, especially Anthony Davis. He do- he dominated that game. Um, the flow and rhythm that they're missing yeah. that we talked about in the previous episode. I witnessed it came back in game two and that's a great sign for the Lakers. Um, also, I can't believe I'm saying this, but Contavious Caldwell Pope. He came up huge <laughs> for them. Um, that's also a big boost. Let's make it game clear. Game it's two. only in game two. <laughs> yeah, so I think the no- momentum will carry over for the Lakers the rest of the way. I don't want to jinx it, but I think they got their mojo back. So I feel good about my Lakers now. <laughs> and on the other hand, the Blazers, bad news for them. As you may know, CJ is not 100% as he's dealing with back problems. And now Damian Lillard will play mm-hmm. hurt for the rest of the playoffs as he suffered the dislocated index finger in Game 2. Although I hope this doesn't awaken anything in him and go full Mamba on the Lakers. <laughs> so um, sorry, Angelo, no, yeah, but go, you go. missed out a key uh, player, um, Zach Collins, who just recently... Oh, yeah, yeah. An, an just recent, player, recent news. Has mm. uh, another season-ending injury to his ankle. Yeah, he, he decided to... He's going to be able to continue in the bubble, no? I think he's going to leave for surgery soon. So, yeah, he decided uh, to have that surgery now, right? So it's just recent news. Thank mm-hmm. you for that, Tan. So lastly, moving forward, I just don't see how Portland can stop AD and LeBron. Uh, we've seen them employ the twin tower combination of Nurkic and Whiteside. It worked in game one, but it didn't matter to AD in game two. And we haven't even seen LeBron dominate the game yet. And there's no one on the Blazers' side that can match up well with him. So, as I said, with the Lakers waking up in Game 2, they're tough to beat in their true form. And the La- and the Blazers have yet to prove all season that they're a consistently good defensive team. And lastly, CJ and Dame's health is also a concern moving forward in this series. Uh, my initial prediction was Lakers taking the series four games to two. And I'm sticking with that prediction. I think Portland is a good enough team to win another game, even if they're banged up. So... Tristan, what do you think? Um, I absolutely agree with you. But in game one, I feel like um, 
Coach Vogel did not have enough adjustments in the second half to match up with uh, mm. Nurkic and Whiteside, as you said. Um, and game two showed that that the adjustments he made clearly made an impact, a huge one as well. Um, I also hope, and I don't hope at the same time, I don't know. <laughs> I, I just want to see some great basketball, but uh-huh. I want to see if there's another gear to Damon Lillard. Mm. I mean, when Kung may battery pa yung relo. Him, yeah. Kasi basically, the Portland Trail Blazers has been playing in the playoffs for about three weeks. So ever since they entered the bubble, mm, they're fighting for the eighth spot. And you have to factor in that fatigue is catching up to their team. Um, as you said, Wenyan Gabriel cannot match up with who um, <laughs> AD. <laughs> um, shout out to 3D and to the boys letting me know who Wenyan Gabriel is. <laughs> but yeah, I feel like the fatigue is coming to hunt Portland right now because the play in, the catch up to eight. And yeah, actually, I feel like if LeBron awakens, it's going to be 4 1 to Lakers. Mm. And it's just fun to see how Laker fans kind of hit the panic button when they lost game one. <laughs> but, <laughs> you know, it's part of yeah. being a Laker fan to panic immediately. So. Yeah, uh, good prediction, bro. I do agree with you 100% of the way. All right, so our next matchup, the one seed versus the eight seed in the East, you got this, Dan. Okay, so we have the Milwaukee Bucks against the Orlando Magic. Game one, Mickey Mouse entered the blood <laughs> of every Orlando player and defeated a giant Okay, in the Milwaukee Bucks. Everyone expected this to be over soon. Um, A sweep, in fact. The series just tied 1-1 and it's coming up later today. Mm. Um, The game one shocker just... Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody saw it coming. Um, We all know the East isn't that competitive, especially from um, number six down. Mm -hmm. Um, But... Yeah, Orlando put on a show in game one and put up a dud in game two because <laughs> obviously it was a revenge game for the Milwaukee Bucks when the rust finally shaked off a little and they woke up. But the prediction, I'm sorry for the Orlando Magic fans out there, but it was a fluke game <laughs> in my opinion. So the prediction is going to be 4-1. It's going to be over soon. So, Angelo, what do you think? Yeah, I agree with your prediction, Tan. Pero, um, share ko lang yung opinion ko dito sa Orlando Magic. Alam mo yung, ano, mga jump scares sa horror movies. Yung, ano, um, kunya- <laughs> kunyari, magugulat ka tapos tao lang pala. Yung hindi pa siya yung um, <laughs> devil or yung multo, di ba? Parang ganun yung Orlando yung fake, fake jump scare. Oh, yun, fake jump scare pala. Yun yung Orlando for me kasi for back-to-back years they've done this. Last year they they beat the defending champs Toronto in game 1 then, diba? Toronto, yeah. And then this year they pulled off another shocker, pero for me it's a fake jump scare again for the Orlando Magic. So yeah, I agree <laughs> with your prediction that it's 4-1 for the Milwaukee Bucks. Um to add to that, bro. 
I love your analogy. Ang ganda <laughs> ng analogy mo, pare. Sobrang solid. And to the horror fans out there, may, pwede kayong puntahan na site. It's jumpscare.com. Bibigay sa inyo kung ano yung timestamp. So, yung mga tak- duwag, kagaya ko sa uh-huh. jumpscare, might want to check it out. <laughs> Okay, sige, let's move on to our 2 and 7 matchup. First for the West, we got the Clippers and the Dallas Mavericks. Uh, Clippers today took the series lead 2 to 1. So my favorite series mm-hmm. to watch in the playoffs so far. I think I got it right in our previous episode that this will be an entertaining Yeah, I was series. about to say. Um, they are trading punches so far. Game 1, Clippers won with the controversial Porzingis ejection. Luka had the monster debut. Game 2, the role players for the Mavs stepped up with big games from Trey Burke, um, Doc Rivers' godson, Seth Curry. Um, godson, son-in-law, sorry. Seth Curry. Son-in-law, son-in-law. <laughs> and the BFG, Boban. And in Game 3, Kawhi <laughs> just being Kawhi. I believe he's underappreciated. He's not talked about much. He's carrying the Clippers so far in the playoffs. So looking forward, I want this series to reach 7 games. but. Uh, we still haven't seen the best of the Clippers yet, and they're leading the series. It's only Kawhi who's playing consistently well for them. No big games yet for Paul George, Lou Will, and Harrell. Um, Beverly has been injured for the past two games. He's day-to-day. Um, he's not a series-swinging player, but he can win games for them just by his defense and energy. So his return to the series is something to note. And speaking of series swinging players, Luka Doncic sprained his ankle in Game 3. Although X-Ray came back negative, if there's something I hate in basketball and in sports, it's injuries. And he was able to return in Game 3, but he didn't look right. If he won't be in his Mm -hmm. true form, this series is a wrap. Uh, My initial prediction is the Clippers taking this series 4-2. And... Um, I think it's the same for me, or it can be four games to one. It depends on the health of Luca. If he's in his MVP form, I think Dallas can fight. But if he's not, um, I think the series is a wrap. Yeah, um, I I do agree with you. If they if Luca goes down, the series is over. And first of all, I have to man up and say. Mali ako sa prediction ko na this wasn't going to be the best series or a competitive yeah. series. Um, by far, it's the most entertaining one. Um, you can see that both teams want to win. They're talking to each other. Mm-hmm. Um, all, it's, although it's a side note that um, Paul George isn't playing his best. Um, yeah, have you seen... Patrick Beverly... Um, Patrick Beverly hit that uh-huh. game one three, which put the ma- um put the mass away. Mm. Um, yeah. So go ahead. What were you saying, Angela? Sorry. Uh, yeah. Have you seen PG's statement about his slump? It's an unnecessary jab at James Harden. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, have you, you have it. you seen the Have you seen it, Dan? Not yet, actually. He, so he said, ahead, he what, said, what did he um, say? Sorry. Yeah. So this is, he was asked about his slump. So he said that, I'm no James Harden. That's not my knack. 
to just shoot the ball, score the ball. I can, <laughs> I can, and I pride myself on being effective on both ends. But there's going to be nights like this where I just can't make a shot, and I can't allow that to affect my game. So, ewan ko ba nung meron kay Paul George first, Damian Lillard, the smoke with Damian Lillard ngayon kay Harden naman tinitira niya. Ewan ko PG just stick to um. Just stick to playing your MVP form. <laughs> what do you think about his statement? Yeah, I mean, the difference between him and James Harden is even though James Harden shoots horrible from the field, he's going to get to the free throw line. Um, that's the main takeaway for me. Um, even though Harden shoots a ton of um, three-pointers and jump shots, but Harden gets to the line. So if I was Paul George... I'd get to that line because it's different when you see that ball go through the net. It's yeah. It gives you confidence. So it might change his faith if he goes to the free throw line more often. I'm not sure it's a number since a free throw line, yeah, but I bet he can improve on them. So yeah. yeah. If, if this was another... I hope Luca gets well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I hope Luca if... gets well and he starts playing their best basketball. So this game... Or the series will be much more competitive than it is right now. Yeah, lastly, just to note in the series, I think if Paul George is playing like this for the rest of the playoffs, they're not going to win the championship with him playing like this, right? So I think um, that's another thing to note for Clipper fans. And to the East, you have Toronto and Brooklyn. Go ahead, Dan. Um, Sorry, Angelo, to add to that. That's where depth comes in. That's where you want your team to be 10 deep, 9 deep, where mm-hmm. guys can be um, not taking days off, but can not pick having up very slack. good ones. Yeah. Role players can pick it up. That's where you want to be deep. Um, it helps that Kawhi is scoring 35 a game, but that's where Patrick Beverly, Lou Will, Montrez, Harrell, that's where they come in when their superstars aren't having the best games, but there's still factors because you have to guard them. But once these role players start to make shots, then the floor gets opened up more. Driving lanes are better. Defense communication is better. So, yeah, that's where you want to be deep. Um, going ahead to our next matchup in the East. I know we have some Brooklyn fans in the Philippines. Shout out to my friend Jason. <laughs> but... This is not a series, right? Um, <laughs> the Toronto Raptors are just too good. Mm-hmm. Um, Fred, Va- Fred Van Vliet is playing amazing. Um, as usual, Nick Nurse is coming up with the best lineups for matchups as well. And Brooklyn is just undermanned. Undermanned. I mean, if KD and Kyrie were playing <laughs> here, it would be a whole different story but of course we can never um discredit them for not being able to play or take yeah they're, they're fighting so every game or social justice sorry yeah um you can actually tell that this brooklyn team just needs a few more playoff games under their butt um kanina i watched I think Fred Van Vliet shoot it from the other free throw line. Um, if you if you check the video, two Brooklyn Nets players could have um, at least challenged the shot. 
But instead, they just gave up and just said, oh, you know what? It looks like it's not going in. So <laughs> it did go in. You know, it's always, what, 90% na hindi shoot yet. But at least you have to give effort to stop a play from happening as well. And mm-hmm. yung, Jared Allen just looked at it. Um, Luawu Kabaro looked at it <laughs> as well. And then when he saw it go in, he was like, oh, shit, I'm going to get flamed. But yun lang, that's how the story is for Brooklyn right now. It's not very competitive. And yeah, what are your thoughts, Angelo? Yeah, this is the you least. Think this series, um, <laughs> it's like 4 0 straight now, or lalaban pa ba to? Yeah, it's the least interesting series. Nga. Um, for me, it's a sweep. It's obviously a sweep. And just my takeaway from this series is Toronto is um, handling their business. At least. You know, Raptors fans can say that their team looks good. They're taking care of business right now. And for the Brooklyn side, um, it's good that they're having this experience under their belt. So when their stars come back next year, maybe um, they'll be a better team. So that's just my takeaway mm-hmm. the series. But yeah, it's a sweep. <laughs> it, this is just a quick one for <laughs> the Raptors and the Brooklyn Nets. All right. So now... To the three and six matchups. First for the West, we have Denver versus Utah. Um, just earlier, Utah took the lead two games to one. And um, one thing I dislike about the playoff stand this season is a lot of the games they're played during midnight. So, parang ang napapanood ko na lang morning <laughs> Napapanood ko na lang isang game and Denver versus Utah um is in this time slot in the in mid in the midnight time slot right so I haven't really watched most of the game their games but I have watched the highlights so after the first game I definitely thought that this was an underrated series because nobody seems to be talking about it because I think they're an equally matched team you got Mitchell and Robert Mitchell and Gobert sorry versus um, Jamal Murray and Jokic, and this would go to seven games, I think. I thought, but after convincing wins by the Jazz in games two and three, it does not bode well for the Nuggets, especially with Conley back for the Jazz. So, um, what to expect mm-hmm. the rest of the way? I think the Jazz got the Nuggets number. Um, they figured the Nuggets out defensively, and on offense, they're also hot. Um, they scored 124 points in both their wins. So the Jazz got the Memphis Grizzlies version of Conley back in Game 3. And if this is a sign of things to come, they're looking good. Um, similar, I, I think this Mike Conley story is similar to Fred Van Vliet's story last year in the finals when his baby got his baby was born. He played well right after, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So I think Mike Conley, um, after Game 3, is on the way to the similar story. But for the Nuggets, they're missing the services of Will Barton and Gary Harris. Um, There's no timetable for the return yet. And I think it's simple for them. Um, Whenever Jamal Murray plays well, they win. Um, Game 1, he scored 36 points. And then Games 2 and 3 combined, he scored just 26 points. Uh, Games 2 and 3 combined. It all comes down to Jokic and Murray carrying the Nuggets. I'm also going to add MPJ, Michael Porter Jr. to that because he's also a big factor for them. But I'm going to bet on yeah. Mitchell 
outplaying Murray for the rest of the series for the Jazz to continue their stellar play. Uh, my initial prediction, I was wrong about the series. My initial prediction oh, was, right. Den- <laughs> was Denver taking it four games to two, but I'm going to switch it up and I'm going to predict Utah will take this one four games to do. Um, how about you? Um, yeah, you're right. Uh, maraming players on Denver ngayon who are not performing to the standards they are supposed to be playing and they're missing some players. Pero these teams are equally matched. Um, Gobert yeah. is just outplaying their backups right now. And advice ko lang sa Utah is dapat mabuntis yung asawa ni Mike Conley at mag mga nak before ng playoffs para sobrang galing niya. Um, I am also wrong about this. I thought Denver was gonna take this in seven games, but right now I feel like it's going to be Utah four three. I'm hoping for a They're better and more competitive games. series, mm-hmm. but I hope they go to seven games. And I'm taking Utah in that game seven. Um, people forget that Donovan Mitchell. He's a f- he's a dog. Okay, he doesn't give up. Naglaro na siya sa playoffs before, and he's been on the big stage, and he has performed. And I feel like experience is also gonna shine for the Utah Jazz in the series. Yeah, that's why I'm I'm betting on Mitchell over Murray for the rest of the series. That's why I'm picking Utah to win the series. And then just a quick side note: How do you feel about the comparison of? Donovan Mitchell to your idol Dwayne Wade, um, is it accurate or? Um, I would say it's accurate because you see how Mitchell wants it. He's a competitor. He wants to win. But the downside of Mitchell's game is his defense. Kung mm. if you're actually looking for loopholes, it's his defense. Because he Wade, he didn't learn how to be a great defender instantly. Um, yeah, Meron has some great guard skills. He could defend some guards, but it helps when you get um, years of playing uh, in the NBA. So, kung makuha ni Mitchell yung defensive um, capability ni Dwayne Wade ng konte, I think it would complement the comparison more. Mas maganda yung magiging comparison if he can defend. If he's a two-way player, then and next thing you know, he's blocking seven footers. <laughs> Yeah, that's a good point. I think Mitchell has long ways to go in defense, while Dwayne Wade is a known defensive guard. Yeah, that's a good point, Dan. Yeah. Um. So moving on, man, we have the Boston Celtics versus the Philadelphia Seventy Six. I I don't want to watch this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go ahead, Dan. Sorry. Um, Boston has been playing crazy good. Um. First two games. Philly was outmatched. As in, no chance to win in Philly. But game three, um, Philly fought. They were leading, I think, four minutes into the fourth. Um, and everything just collapsed after that. They weren't able to score. Nagiiba um, in defense on Boston where they can switch everything mm. from nagiging zone, biglang nagiging man to man. And it helps that you have Marcus Smart on your team. Um, today, earlier today, he made an exceptionally good play 
I cannot understand why it's not part of the top plays in the NBA today. <laughs> well, ang ginawa niya is a cross-court pass from Joel Embiid and sinalo niya from the other side and he was able to make the outlet pass to Jason Tatum as well to provide a fast-break score. Um, sobrang laking bagay nun kasi alam naman natin basketball is down to reactions, down to milliseconds in reactions. And hmm. Ganda nung play ni Marcus Smart. He changed that um, entire game with just that steal. And that, this is where Ben Simmons comes into play. Hindi siya naglalaro. Shake Milton is taking his place in the fourth quarter. And Shake Milton is no Ben Simmons. He's, I know you can leave Ben Simmons, but hindi mo naman matatanggal yung intangibles ni Ben Simmons na 6-9 point guard siya. He creates mismatches for mm-hmm. Kemba. And yeah, I feel it's like such this a huge is going loss. to just... Yeah. yeah. I feel like it's going to be over in four games. I hope not, though. But it sure looks like it. Embiid looks tired. Brett Brown looks like he's not going to be the head coach next season. Um, yeah. Tobias yeah, yeah. Harris and Al Horford looking like bums out there. <laughs> but Josh Richardson, too. He made the boneheaded play today. Um, <laughs> clear path foul on Jason Tatum. Uh down the stretch but I'm sure you're glad he's just... not with the heat anymore right <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know man we have more players in the heat with fluidity and so yeah. I can't compare but <laughs> yung series na to, it's pretty much over in my opinion if they do win one more game I think it's going mm-hmm. to be over in the next one so it's either 4-0 for me or 4-1 what about you bro yeah, for me, it's also going to be a sweep. It's just it's such a tragedy. I feel sorry for the Sixers fans right now. I mean, season after season of bad luck. And now you have, um, you lost Ben Simmons just before the playoffs started. And your recruits, uh, the players you paid for are not performing well. Um, Al Horford, you named it. Harris, Richardson, nobody's playing well except for um, I think Joel Embiid is doing what he can for the team, but it's not enough. And credit also to Boston. Um, they're playing their minds out right now. This is what mm-hmm. um, this is the best version of Boston for me. Even though they don't have Hayward, obviously, but um, as, a Bo- as a Celtics fan, I think this is what this is your best um, scenario that Kemba is going. Yeah. Kemba is playing well. Um, Jalen Brown, Tatum is on fire, right? And you're facing a mm-hmm. uh, Sixers team that's un- undermanned Depleted. right now. Uh-oh. Depleted, yeah. So <laughs> yeah. it's it's a good series for Boston. Um, they're uh, parang nakikilala na nila sino talaga sila. Um, their identity, I guess. Uh, it's a super team. See Tatum, he's a certified superstar, and yeah, it's a sweep for me. Ang sakit sa mata panoren nito. I think it is my least favorite series, <laughs> Be- just because of how the Sixers are playing. It's not really good. So yeah, that's my prediction for the series. Also, Tan. Yeah, bro, I totally agree with you. <laughs> All right. 
So from the three and six matchups, let's head on to the last four and five matchups for the West and the East. First, we got the Houston Rockets and the Oklahoma City Thunder. So the Houston Rockets got the 2-0 lead. And a lot of people were excited about excited about the series because of the whole Chris Paul and Westbrook facing their former teams. But I think it's underwhelming so far because first, Westbrook isn't playing and second, the first two games mm-hmm. are not that entertaining. Uh, the Rockets are owning the Thunder right now. Although I, um, the Thunder are yeah. fighting, but Houston just um, goes away in the fourth if it's a close game. So moving forward in the series, I just don't think that OKC is the firepower to keep up with this offensive machine that is James Harden and the Houston Rockets. Um, Houston is rolling. They got Eric Gordon back and solid contributions from the role players like Austin Rivers and Jeff Green. Wow, uh, Jeff Green yeah. is back <laughs> all of a sudden. And with yeah. and like the Boston Celtics, I think this, this is the best version of the Rockets also because it's heaven on or hell for them from the three-point line. It's either they're, they're on fire or they're so cold. So they're hot on offense, yeah. they're clamping on defense. Walang and, middle ground dyan. Yeah. And fortunately for them, OKC does not have a player that can punish them in the paint. So my initial prediction was um, Houston taking the series four games to two, but from what I'm seeing, from what I'm watching from Houston and OKC, I'm going to say that Houston can take the series four games to one. Uh, just because they're, I think it's there's yeah. too much for the OKC right now. So, how about you, Tan? Um, as Brett Brown said, it one game can change an entire series. One win can change an entire series. Um, gusto makita yung story ni Chris Paul on how far he's gonna take this team. Because mm-hmm. imagine the storyline if Chris Paul comes back and wins it in Game Seven against his team. <laughs> former team mm. um, but I do agree with you that surprisingly this um, five out um, game for the Houston Rockets is working um, medyo na natatanggal nila sa laro si Steven Adams paminsan his minutes mm. are down but um, I hope it gets competitive because I do believe that this series still can get better um Mm. Shy can show up more CP, but yeah, he played well last game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pero it's just not working out before the playoffs started. Medyo natatalo na sila sa mga under 500 teams. And mm-hmm. I hope they pick it up and make this series a more competitive one. Um, but I do predict that Houston is going to take this in game six or game five, probably the way um, OKC is playing. Game four in life, ever they lose game three, I think game four would just be the finishing touches. It won't be as hard to close this team out, I think, if they do go up 3 0. So, yeah, OKC, I've been rooting for you the entire <laughs> season. The Cinderella story is amazing, but it might just come to an end. Yeah, I'm also <laughs> I'm also I'm also rooting for OKC to come back to the series. And um I don't know how hot the, this Rockets team can be. How long? How long can they be hot, right? 
Um, but I think mm-hmm. it. Uh, I think OKC can win a game. I think the Rockets will be cold for one game, and they can steal a game. But yeah, I'm rooting for the OKC to, um, get back to the series. Yeah, yeah, and and have the series as entertaining as we expected it to be. So yeah, that's my prediction for the this matchup. Wait, what's your prediction? Game what? Seven uh, or init- initially I got the Rockets four games to two, but I'm changing mm-hmm. that to four to one. Four one. Rockets taking this in five. Yeah, last matchup tan. Dapat alam mo <laughs> wait sorry Angelo. Dapat yeah. lagay natin ng ano eh. Dapat meron tayong ginagawang forfeit pag mali yung prediction natin na sa round day. I think that would be an interesting. So stay tuned for that. If <laughs> okay, so yes, follow okay. through. That would be a fun experience for both of us. But going back to our topic, our last, last but matchup. not least, of course, not the <laughs> matchup least. for today is, <laughs> is the Miami Heat versus the Indiana Pacers. It's hard not to be biased. It's hard not to be happy. <laughs> Okay, but the Heat are playing absolutely great basketball. They're moving the ball. They're defending really well. Um, as Naveen said in our previous um episode, it's it's okay to note that um uh, that the Indiana Pacers are not one hundred percent. They're missing an All Star in Domantas a bonus right now. Um. They're also missing a 100% Victor Oladipo. So, mm-hmm. I hope he comes to the Heat next year but or whenever free agency comes. But it's nice to see that he's making good progress after um career-changing injury like an ACL. Mm-hmm. Um, the Pacers are... This series, Angelo, is one of the most interesting ones. Um, they're fighting all throughout the fourth. Um, first quarter close, second quarter close, third quarter close, and fourth lang talaga lumalayo. Parang nawawala ng gas yung Indiana. Mm-hmm. And Duncan Robinson is just there pouring on threes. Jimmy Butler is making the right plays, although he has some questionable plays. <laughs> Bam Adebayo is just playing extremely In well. Tyler Hero. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, also, it's weird to see that Kendrick Nunn is not playing and yeah. we're still winning. Because I thought he would be a major part in our diba, success in um, He was a Rookie of the Year candidate, I think, early yeah, in the yeah. season. And... I don't know what happened. Um, um, yeah. Of course, I trust Spo and Pat Riley. Um, Myers Leonard used to be a starter for us. Um, then is Jay Crowder is filling that role perfectly. He's hitting threes, he's defending, he's rebounding. He's doing what he's supposed to do. So the key takeaway for Indiana naman is they're fighting. Sabay sila. It's there. They want it as well. They just lose gas in the fourth quarter or in the third late third quarter. Mm. But the Indiana Pacers are a scary team to deal with in the East once they are healthy. Um one more good role player would actually change their fate in the playoffs then. So, yeah, and my suggestion for this, or I mean, prediction for this series would be a 4-1 or a 4-0. So, it depends Ooh, on sweet. the coming game. Yeah, <laughs> so I hope it's a sweep. 
but the way Indiana's playing is not they're not going to give up just yet. Um lalaban pa yan feeling ko. So what do you think Angela? Yeah, um so I just saw this stat or fact that Miami has never lost a series in which it took a 2-0 lead 14-0 all time. Well, the Pacers have never come back <laughs> from a 2-0 series deficit. They're 0 and 11 all time. So that's a good thing to note if you're a Heat fan. And for me, um, yeah, as you said, the Pacers are fighting even though they're not 100%, but you got to give credit to the Miami Heat because, yeah, they're playing, they're playing Miami Heat basketball. <laughs> um, they're playing well. They're playing as a team. Um, I think out of all the teams in the playoffs, I Miami is the number one team that I'm not worried about right now for for them. I'm not worried <laughs> for them because yeah, they they, they know well. themselves. They know their identity. They know how to play. They play hard. Um, they don't force anything. They just stick to what they know. So that's why I think um, my prediction for this series, Miami can take this game um, in five games. Um, Indiana, I, I respect the Pacers. That's why I get, I'll give them one win just because of what how um, you said they're fighting. I, I think they're going to steal one game at least um, based on how they're playing. But yeah, that's my prediction. Um, this is good sign, a great sign for you, Tan, and the Miami Heat fans out there that they're playing like this. I think they're um, they're on track to be um, the David in this um, Eastern Conference to take down the Bucks. They're on track to take down the Bucks. Or like the more. Celtics. The or Celtics the Celtics are playing out of their mind. Yeah, yeah, but <laughs> I, I, I feel better. I feel better for the Miami Heat than the Boston Celtics because the Heat are a more complete team for me. So yeah, that's my prediction. Angelo, tamanan. Kinikilig ako. Kinikilig ako. Oh, dapat lang. Okay lang yan. Okay lang yan, Tan. So yeah, that. So I think we're done. We've covered all the matchups yeah. in the series for both the East and West. Um, let me let us know, guys, what you think about our predictions. If we got one wrong, or what series should be more entertaining than it isn't. Um, yeah. So that's all for us in this episode, and we out. I don't even know what that means. No one knows what it means, but it's provocative. No, it's not. It's it gets gross. the people going.